Hello. Uh, this is Amy popping in before the episode for a little bit of context. Uh, it took me a while to edit this one, so we recorded this episode a while back before there were hurricanes plural. Um, so we talk about Harvey a lot because Jade's from Houston, but um, now there are obviously a lot more places that need help after Irma. Um, so we just generally encourage you to get used to helping out your fellow humans because we're obviously living in the end times. So that's fun. Um, also, I realized as I was editing this episode that I totally should have used the Team Rocket send-off at the end, so, uh, yeah. Looks like Team Rocket's blasting off again! Welcome to Monesi. If anybody wants to know what we're doing, you should know already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made we're more doing sense. Pokemon. Yes, we're doing Pokemon. <laughs> well, specifically, we're doing the starter Pokemon because there are way too many Pokemon to actually do. Uh, yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. But that was the intro <laughs> to Fire Red, one that I have on this specific game. Is that 47 hours of gameplay? It must be. Get it. Yeah, but I don't know if this was the first game I ever played. Hmm. What is that? Is that a Game Boy Advance? It is a Game Boy Advance. SP. Okay, so it's got the flippy thing. It does have the flippy thing. That's nice and portable. It's backlit. And it's backlit. Mm -hmm. See, I have, I recently got my Game Boy Color for my mom, which has been very fun and I've been playing a lot of Harvest Moon, but it's not backlit, which is kind of a problem because I usually, I like to play it at night. You gotta because get one of those. Free time you gotta get one of those little plugins that plugs in. I used in. to have it's one. It's got the little lights. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a late bloomer when it came to any kind of portable gaming. Yours is a cute lime green, though. It is a very cute lime green. Mm-hmm. I also had a. Well, I guess one of my brothers had a turquoise one, but the lime green one was mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was a late bloomer because I wasn't allowed to have games when I was growing up. Really, I wasn't either until we started taking vacations with three of us, and I think the youngest of us was like three or something, and my mom was like, for the love of God, I must have something <laughs> for these children to do in the car. Yep. So that's that's how I played video games when I was a kid, was I would, it was mostly Pokemon, and I would get my Game Boy for a trip, so I would start a new game for the trip, and play as much Pokemon as I possibly could, and get as far as I could in the trip, and then not play it until the next summer or whenever oh my so gosh. i never got very far how did you remember like where you were and i what did. You did i just started a new game every time <laughs> oh i see i see yeah see this this game boy saved my life one summer when i was i think i guess it was between freshman and sophomore year of high school and i had to babysit these two boys and oh. they were like <laughs> eight and ten and they uh lied to me and disappeared for hours at a time and that sounds safe it was really horrible summer i don't know but anyway thank god for this wonderful piece of plastic and well done game boy yes and i played a lot of fire red and herbs sims in the city but you know what's great about pokemon is that it helped me relate to it helps you relate to a lot of people that's true just because everybody played it yeah especially these kids because kids these days these boys (laughs) were like 
Ugh, mm-hmm. it's bringing back memories thinking about did it. Did you ever do Pokemon cards? Yeah, I did, but I didn't okay. really play. I did collect them at some point, and I had a Gyarados, and I was some kind of idiot when I was, like, eight years old or whatever, and I traded it for a really pretty magic card. <laughs> so, but I did play Yu-Gi-Oh. Legit played Yu-Gi-Oh nice. for a little bit. <laughs> That's some, so, like, serious nerd grad. It is a little bit, a little bit nice. nerdy. I almost, I really wanted one of those, like, arm uh, band things where you had the cards in them and... I don't know what they're called. I'm not familiar with this, but I really enjoy picturing it. It's time to duel. I don't know if that's how I said it. (laughs) I could probably. Uh, Oh, that's magical. Yeah. (laughs) So we're being really loud on this episode. That's good. Is it good? No, seriously, it's good because I'm really tired of editing too soft. So loud is good. I've got my gain turned up like crazy. I hate listening to podcasts though where they are too soft and I'm in my car and I'm competing with the ground on the tires. It's a problem. My car has a lot of ground noise. Yeah. I can't usually listen to podcasts in it. Okay. Um, Oh, welcome to Wonessy. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Wonessy. I'm Amelia. I'm Jade. We thought it'd be, we just really wanted to do our intro music to the Game Boy because we thought that was going to be really cool. It's going to be really great. It was really cool. I'm going to try to get some sound effects out of here. Yeah, I hope it sounds really good. If it doesn't, I can take it from the internet. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. I hope Nintendo doesn't sue us. Uh, Fair use. I don't know why they would. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. We're promoting their product. I'm probably going to start playing again after this episode. Totally. Because... (laughs) Yeah, uh, I might have to borrow your silver because that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, that was a, the other thing about getting my Game Boy is that my crystal Pokemon cartridge no longer will save the game, so I can't play Pokemon, which is like, what other reason is there to have... I Harvest Moon is good, but... The so. the uh, crystal that I have also does not save. It must have been a, an error with the cartridge or something. Who knows? Yeah, so don't go on YouTube or YouTube. Don't go on eBay and buy an old crystal cartridge because it probably does not work anymore. That's the lesson that we're learning. <laughs> yes. Um, Public service announcement. Yeah, for real. Okay, hold on. Oh, yeah, wait. Okay, so I'm Amelia, you're Jade, and this podcast is We Talk About Creatures. Yeah, I'm super distracted right now with this. This is the worst intro ever. <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. Okay. People will love us. I have to, this is my favorite sound in all the Pokemon game. I'm just, I happen to be here in the game, so I'm just, I'm just gonna. Yeah, do it. You probably have to get closer to the center of it, because this part of it isn't, yeah. Do, 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 do. Yep. Yeah, that one's fun. That feeling of all my Pokemon are like geared up, <laughs> They're all ready good. to go, full health. Everybody's feeling great. Or like when you've got poison on them and then you're like rushing to the Poke Center so that you can get them health before you run out. But every step you take is making the poison more toxic. Oh gosh, that's so stressful. And the screen's doing a little black yes. thing. Ugh. And then I feel like I let my Pokies down every single time they die. Or faint, I guess. Okay, I need to play Pokemon. I know. <laughs> I'm going to turn it off so we can actually do this podcast. This is bad. Um, but I uh, just wait till we're done so I can get back home and start yeah. again. <laughs> Better make this one a short one. <laughs> All right. So I guess okay. we have a listener question first, right? Is that what we're oh, doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, before we got started, we were going to talk briefly about Harvey. Yeah. Everybody's least favorite name currently uh, because we are in Texas and I think we've mentioned we're in Texas a few times and so just don't worry everybody we're okay all of our families are okay yeah um so that's good but jade is from houston i'm from houston and her so dad lives there. my dad lives there currently my best friend and a lot of my family so um i'm in a better mood about it i was seriously stressed out this entire weekend yeah I bet. we're pretty far from houston right now but i 
uh, know a lot of people there, and I wasn't able to talk to them constant consistently because people were losing power, and uh, it does definitely hit close to home because I'm seeing my entire hometown underwater, and a lot of people, um, I'm in, like I said, a lot lighter mood now because everybody's okay, and I know that things are getting better. I know it's supposed to rain some more tonight, but as far as I know, I think the forecast isn't as bad as they were saying it was going I to be. I hope not. So... Um, my dad's, my, his whole apartment complex was like five, six feet underwater. They live on the second floor, so thank goodness they were okay. They didn't try to leave. Everybody needed to stay put, and that was what was best for everybody, and it seemed to be okay. Um, but it definitely hits hard, hits close to home. I know a lot of friends and family whose houses did get um, water uh-huh. in them. At least, every, you know, at least they're okay. Uh-huh. Lives are more important than things. Oh, yeah, definitely. But that's still really stressful, though, and it, like, disrupts your life. And Yeah, and tornadoes hit Ugh. close to where my you know, my best friend lives, and I mean, that's my entire, just seeing my entire hometown places, streets that I know caving in, streets that I drove on all the time. Yeah. Um, So, if you are feeling like you want to uh, donate right now, um, any kind of donation helps. I know the American Red Cross is doing uh, a lot for Houston, but a lot of the other, there are a lot of other organizations. J.J. Watt is from the Houston Texans. He's a really famous (laughs) football player I don't know how familiar people are with American football um (laughs) but he is he's been raising money with his own we'll put some links in the yeah um in the description of this episode but items are a huge thing um the SPCA or the SPCA is needing a lot of help as well because those animals were affected a lot lot. have to leave their pets I know that uh diapers are a big commodity right now is what Mm -hmm. I've been seeing so I've heard a really good things about the what is it i think it's just called the texas diaper bank because they're doing they obviously do, do diapers but they do food and stuff too and just yeah. kind of general relief and that's a good place to give yeah and i definitely i heard i saw somebody point out recently and i think it's a good thing to remember that it's a good idea to donate to the local organizations rather than maybe just the red cross agreed because they'll stick around for the years that it's going to take to get everything fixed up yeah it's been it's been really it's been really hard for everybody i read something about how katrina the world noticed when katrina happened and louisiana was underwater but they were talking about houston being underwater and how that was going to affect the entire united states a lot more just because of the huge hub that it is for houston is a huge city yeah Yeah. it's a huge city and there are i mean they're gonna have to everything's shutting down and every all the oil industry and the i mean it's gonna affect gas prices around the united it's gonna affect a lot of different things it's gonna be um a lot more uh more impact not just in the area but everywhere else as well so um just uh we'll put some links in there and Yep, help out if you can, and everybody that's in South Texas, if we've got any South Texas listeners, mm-hmm. we love you and we're thinking of you, and stay safe and dry. And I'm just grateful that it hasn't been as bad as it probably could have been. I know it's yes. it's, it's pretty bad, but um, for a city of, uh, like, I don't know, a lot. <laughs> I should know It's this. so big. Yeah, I have no There's idea like what the population is. It's in the millions, oh, isn't it? We're going to edit this out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like making these kinds of statements because I'm really, I feel like I can never say enough. If there's a right answer, oh yeah, for sure. Well, that, like, I feel like (laughs) I can never uh, say enough about what I would like to say and express the feelings that I have about what's going on. Um, You can only say what's true to you. You can't be upset about something incorrectly. That's true. As much as the internet might disagree Yeah. about that. So, just for... I guess so. In 2016, Houston had 2.3 million people. Okay, yeah. So 2.3 million people, and you said only seven people have died. 
that I've that, read that of, yeah, seven, which... So that's, at least, that's Statistically, good. it's yeah. good, yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah, and seven, I, that's horrible. But. And I was told, and I, again, I don't know that how factual this is, but that one trillion gallons of water have fallen on Houston in the last... Dang! ...four days. Oh. So, considering that, and the fact that it had nowhere to go, and yeah, everything is underwater for such a huge, huge, huge area. I mean, just yeah. look at something, looking at some of the maps and how many different cities could fit within Houston. It's um, very sprawling. Yeah, it seemed like sheltering in place was a good call. Even the suburby areas have been. Uh, underwater. So I don't even think that, I think this has affected a lot more people too, because that population for Houston doesn't include the areas like Sugarland and Pearland and Katy and Cypress and Spring and all mm-hmm. those other places outside of the Houston city limits that were affected and all those like yeah. hundreds of thousands of people. And like, I mean, Corpus Christi and every place that it hit before it got to Houston. That's true. Um, yeah. I know that Rockport and Corpus Rockport, and yeah. Port Aransas and all those places down there, they're, they're having to rebuild. Everything is pretty demolished. So I know that they're needing a lot of help right now mm-hmm. too um so just send positive thoughts prayers um and if you are able to um donate just send love this way money items or time every little bit helps yes thank you <laughs> we'll learn a little psa for the episode so anyways pokemon <laughs> <laughs> i know it's hard to come back from that but again i am just yeah feeling a lot better than i did this weekend when i couldn't good. talk to my dad at all for hours at a time so good 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 i'm yeah i'm so glad that they ended up you know okay yep that is stressful um okay yes so get back (laughs) to get back into it we can go ahead and do a listener question i guess yeah we can uh and this is okay so we had an influx of listener questions and then this is the last one that we have in the bank so if you've got a question send it in because we need them yeah ask us questions goofy questions questions. are preferred yes okay so this is a question from our uh pod mother our fairy pod mother saf (laughs) i love that that's great fairy pod mother but yeah she uh created the network thanks saf for the network (laughs) and also this question okay so she asks oh yeah saf at Wanderlustin on Twitter. Um, she asks, would you fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? I instantly know my answer to this a question. true classic. Okay, I 100% would fight the giant duck. What? Yeah. Why? Because swarms of tiny things are so scary. I like that we have different answers, <laughs> though, for sure. Yeah, I like, okay, so if you have one giant duck, you always know where it is. Okay. It's very loud. It's a large target. Okay. You could get its giant flipper feet and really mess those up, and that would probably hurt it a lot. Is this duck armored? Does it have armor on it? I and feel, what kind okay, of duck are we talking about? The bounds of are we question. talking about one of those like cute white ducks? Or are we talking about like one of those? Real? I'm picturing a mallard. Okay, so like one of the ones like with a the green head green, and the, yes, yeah. nicely colored, extremely so, large mallard. Not like the Aflac duck. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I wish I knew more about duck species. I know, yeah. I don't know much about I should know. Varieties of ducks. I just know that there are those ones that are very scary and look like they have brains on their faces. And yeah, I was going to say you. that. Those are terrifying. Those are very scary. Okay. I don't think I'd want to fight any sort of that one. Yeah, even normal-sized duck uh-huh. at that. Okay, but why would you want to fight a swarm of a million tiny horses? <laughs> okay, because <laughs> they're tiny, tiny hooves. Du- because because <laughs> ducks are scary. Okay. Ducks are scary. They're just okay. scary. Okay. <laughs> That's true. We used to hang out at this park that is... <laughs> It's now underwater right now, but um, uh-huh. it's also, it's a retent, I mean, it's also a reservoir, so, I mean, it, eh. but anyway, they have a big <laughs> pond there, and there are ducks and geese there. The geese are, like, hella scary, oh, and yeah. geese are a lot bigger than ducks, too, geese and they would chase you, and they'd, like, 
scream at you and they'd run after you and they would bite if you got too close. And they so, don't want bread. They want blood. So I can <laughs> They were really scary. They were really, really scary. And, like, thinking about that but being a horse size, and, like, horses can be scary as a horse. But that's mostly just because they're horse-sized. And they're big. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, but when I think of, like, a bunch of little, like, duck-sized horses, first of all, freaking awesome, right? (laughs) Because they would be so cute. But they're fighting you, But I can't imagine that they would hurt that much. I mean, like, they don't have... I just... Their mouths would be very small. They, that yeah, is true. They have small little mouths, and they make cute little tiny horse sounds. <laughs> and I know that this is, like, way, way, way smaller, but did you ever see that movie or read that book, The Indian in the Cupboard? Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure there was a horse that was, like, real tiny, right? That was one of my Probably. favorite things because I always wished that I would open a cupboard and my little toys would turn to life because I was an only child and very lonely as a child. So, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so, so anyway, I picture that. Granted, I know that ducks are bigger, so I guess horse size. I feel like. I mean, duck size horses would be that. bigger. Big. Yeah, probably. The listeners can't see I don't this, know. but you know how big a duck is. Here's the is. thing. I love <laughs> horses. Maybe if I could tame one or two of them, I could have little tiny toy horses. That's true, but how freaking dope would it be if I could tame one giant duck? <laughs> Where would you keep it? I could ride it. <laughs> <laughs> Do they make duck saddles? I don't think so, Amy. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> such a good like, point. <laughs> create like a duck like halter and a bit and the reins yeah. and stuff and then I don't know about you but thinking of those like duck legs like the scaly knobby need flappy do they have little toenails on their on their feet I don't know disgusting I don't know I'm not familiar with duck Seems- anatomy <laughs> and then duck poop is really hard to clean up so I can only imagine oh how no hard you're it right <laughs> I'm not this duck poop is really this gross. isn't an argument but I'm <laughs> And I'm not trying to convince you the other way. There, but there are very reasonable discussions on both sides. I agree. You're right, though. A this lot is a of very little good things. Question: How many? <laughs> how many is an army of? One hundred. Is that what it was? Yeah, what it one horse-sized duck or one hundred duck-sized horses. Ooh, That's that, a lot. That is a lot. I don't know. I stand by my answer. Okay. <laughs> don't I have to kill them though. I don't want to fight and kill any of it them. It just says fight, so maybe you could just like scare them, scare off. them away. And then yeah. some of the, some of the more like timid ones, I'll tame yeah. and they'll live in my house with me. Sure. <laughs> Be like a little. I don't think your cats would like them very much. <laughs> she would probably hate it. So yeah, that's a good question. Cool. I really like that question a lot. Thanks, it's a lot Seth. of fun. I did do a lot of like picturing myself playing with little mini <laughs> little mini horses. That's a fun way to spend an afternoon. <laughs> yeah, a whole afternoon. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Just pondering. All right, so yeah, if you have a question, um, send them in to Pod at gmail.com or tweet them to us at wonessie. Yep. Yay. Those are the places. We will discuss them. Send us more emails because those are fun. Yeah, emails are fun. Okay. Talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> but twi- Twitter's cool too. So. Yeah, I see that mostly. Yeah. Or yeah, Instagram's also good. Yeah. So <laughs> all of the all of the media. The social the media that is social. Yep. Okay. You ready to get started? Yes. Okay. It's Pokemon time. Disclaimer: We are not experts. No. Yeah. We're pro- <laughs> as I said, I never finished a game of Pokemon because I just kept on starting it over and over again. So I'm very familiar with the start of Pokemon's crystal in particular. <laughs> <laughs> I really 
I'm just, yeah, I weren't, just please don't yell at us. <laughs> just please be nice. Everybody's, okay, we keep on being nervous that some people are going to yell at us, but everybody's been very nice so yeah, far, all, and nobody has yelled at us about anything. All ten of our listeners, <laughs> so. Exactly, we have the best 15 listeners ever. Right. Thank you guys for listening, by the way. Tell your friends. Okay. We love you. <laughs> don't tell your mean friends, though, because yeah, we don't want real. them. Nope, just the nice ones. Only nice people. Okay. Um. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, since I know the start of the Pokemon game so well, how appropriate is it that we're doing Starter Pokemon? The original starty po- Starter Pokemon, by the way. Yeah. When we were Googling. The true Googling. Starter Pokemon. There's some weird Pokies out there now. Yeah. I don't like them. Uh-uh. They got a little weird, like, even, like, Generation 2 or whatever. Yeah. Original 150 are the best ones. I'm nodding in agreement. <laughs> Forgetting that yeah. this is a recorded sound podcast only. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And we should probably <laughs> mention, do you play Pokemon Go? That's a thing that exists now. I haven't recently. Have you? Yeah. Um, okay. My husband is still pretty into it. He bought... He got... <laughs> He got back into it because they added the rating thing, and he says that ac- that actually is very fun. What rating so, thing? Um, it's like you get together with a group of people to fight one like very strong Pokemon, and then you can catch it. And everybody gets a poke gets that Pokemon mm-hmm. That's if you cool. catch it successfully. Who what yeah. other friends does he have that plays? I think he just finds random people at parks. <laughs> Wow, that's saying something He's just going around him. finding strangers. I know, right? Being he's as not like a super friendly person. Oh, wow. Well, he's, he's not unfriendly. <laughs> well, yeah. He's very intimidating, though. He's very large <laughs> and has resting him. scary face. He and... does. <laughs> but he's not like that at all. He's very nice. No, yeah. But yeah, I so I <laughs> occasionally will whip it out. If we like go to the park with the dog, I'll open Pokemon Go because yeah. that's a very good place to do it because we have a park that we go to that has like 10 Pokestops at it. So that's when I play Pokemon Go, but that's yeah. very rare. Well, I had a trouble. I had problem with it because one, I get bored with things really easily, uh-huh. and I require instant gratification with anything that I do. And it didn't have enough. <laughs> it didn't have enough of that. Yeah, I, I mean that in like I love Amazon Prime because I get it in two days. Oh yeah. Or I like playing. I like I couldn't play this game because I would walk and walk and walk, and it's freaking hot. Mm-hmm. Is it's, it's very, very hot. hot. <laughs> it's extreme. <laughs> I forget, like, I probably talk way more inappropriately than I do in, in real life than I than I realize I should on this podcast, so I stop myself <laughs> a lot. Anyway, it's very hot here, and when it first came out, it was in the summer. Yeah. And I spent 10 minutes outside, and I was like, this is enough. It's freaking miserable here There's just, the there summer, was not enough Pokemon. FYI. Yeah, not yeah. enough Pokemon to catch in that amount of time. So maybe I just need to You gotta find a park. It. That's the secret. You gotta find a park that's got a bunch of Pokestops because there's a bunch of Pokemon around. Yeah, I did. And then you just catch like them every few steps and it actually is entertaining that is something that i wish that they i wish they had this game when we went to a&m because oh yeah when we went to go visit a&m last year i guess that was last year they had so many pokestops on campus okay that would have been really fun it would have been really like between classes i know but i felt kind of bad because we were like there to like reminisce and take a walk and i was like trying not to be on my phone too much so yeah but yeah so um maybe i'll get back into it if mm-hmm. i don't know though but there's just something about the classic game boy games that are a lot more fun yeah and then they've came out with the new aloha games the sun and moon and those are new but i don't i don't have a ds or anything yeah so i yeah. i think i would like those better if they had the original pokemon in them but mm-hmm. they were just the new maps and stuff and new yeah. trainers and new um gyms and stuff that you had to compete against 
I love that old format and just like how the game works and you have to like battle and you have your team. I really wish Pokemon Go was like that. Wouldn't that be so freaking fun? I think if it, w- it was a real world thing, thing, but you got to like have a roster and then like battle people, that'd be so much more fun. I agree. I wish it was, yeah, I wish it was more like that. It is cool. They have a perfect game. They should have just used the perfect game. A- agreed. And it's, <laughs> it's one of those things too where it's like the map works on a Pokemon Game Boy game because it's so small. You get your bike and you yeah. get everywhere a lot faster. And it's all geometric and angular. And, and everywhere you go. But it's like when you play a Pokemon Go, this world is like way too freaking big. The map. We real- live in a very large world, yes. <laughs> it's too big. <laughs> it's a serious open world game. It would be good for some place like a, like a city, like where you people walk everywhere anyway pokemon new york or yeah that's true yeah we don't walk to commute here because again hot as anything (laughs) (laughs) um it's miserable guys yeah yeah it's pretty bad although this summer has been not too bad Mm -hmm. thanks climate change Mm -hmm. what were we talking about we were talking about how Pokemon? big the city is and how we don't walk anywhere, and so... No, I just mean, what was the actual thing that we were talking about before any of this, because we got very off topic. We were talking we were about, about we Pokemon never started. Go. Okay. And the difference between... You were asking about okay, Pokemon, so Pokemon Go. Go. And then we were going to actually start the podcast, so we could do that now. But we have started the podcast. That's... Well, no, I just We're mean 26 our... minutes in. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> So starter Pokemon. <laughs> starter Pokemon. But yes, the oh. original starter Pokemon, so that were in like red and blue and yellow and I think gold and silver too probably. And I know they were in crystal. Yeah, and then leaf green and fire red. It's the same. Okay. It's the same starter Pokemon. I think those are the last. No, because then after that there was, what was it, black or something? I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't have them, so I did not keep up with them. I didn't either. Well then... <laughs> Anyways, okay, so Oh, we I... were saying we're not experts, that's what oh, we were yeah. saying. Yeah, we're not Pokemon experts. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> but we do enjoy Pokemon. Yes, and I have I have collected some notes about the starter <laughs> Pokemon that we can discuss. All right, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Yay! Okay, so the first one is Bulbasaur, who is number one in the Pokedex. First Pokemon of them all. Which is your favorite starter Pokemon? Which one do you normally start with? I normally start with Bulbasaur. Me too. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's Strong. the correct choice because you get the the poison stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Which is very good. And then later on you get Absorb, which is one of my favorite. Oh yeah, that one's good too. Yeah, Jordan always talks about his is Charizard. Charman- Jarman- Charmander. <laughs> Sorry, his nickname is Jarmander. Yeah, <laughs> I guess probably for that reason. <laughs> uh, partly, uh, but his name is Jordan, and so they always called him Jarman, because I don't know where that I, came from. Yeah, I feel like you can't explain it. This is, this is, my husband and her husband are best friends and have been for their entire lives. Literally, they were born a few, two days apart in the same hospital. Yeah, and uh, my husband's whole deal and a thing that he likes to do is give people and things nonsensical nicknames that come out of freaking nowhere, and I'm just used to it by now, Yeah, <laughs> but it is pretty bizarre. He calls me J-Money all the time, I think, or sure. he used to. Well, that would make sense. <laughs> does it? <laughs> because my name starts with a J. Sure. <laughs> you could be A-Money. Yeah. <laughs> I actually do not have a nickname, which I take as a sign of that I'm special rather than non- sadness. Non-special? I kind of I want a nickname, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Char- Charmander. No, Bulbasaur. I know, but that's Jordan's favorite. Oh, it's his okay. starter Pokemon. He always talks about how it's the best Pokemon, and I always tell him, no, it's Bulbasaur. It's the best starter Pokemon. For sure. But he said it's a weak starting game, but it's a strong end game, is what he said about Char- Charizard. Yeah. But I guess I, we, I probably could have said that when we were talking you about Charizard. You need that strength up front. 
That's what you need. You need Bulbasaur. I agree. He's my favorite. Or she. Wait, Who is a grass yeah. slash poison. Okay, I have something about that. Did you know that Bulbasaurs are 87.5% male and only 12.5% female? That That's it's weird. Not, that's really cool. But also not surprising, I think, because I always think of Bulbasaur as being a boy, I guess. Uh-huh. Okay, continue. But yeah, Bulbasaur's, that's crazy. <laughs> Bulbasaurs are mostly male. There are only 12.5% female Bulbasaurs. Um, they are two feet tall. Why is that, though? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot we're not experts. <laughs> <laughs> They're two feet tall and 15 pounds, and at this point, I started picturing them as, like, small dog size. Yeah, that's Because that's, really like, cute. the size of my dog, which is adorable, because I thought they were bigger than that. I would think that they would be, too. They're like a little dog. And, oh, yeah, I was gonna... Okay, so I got all of my information from the Pokemon Wikia. And I was going to just read the anatomy section of each of them for the description, because the descriptions were pretty good. Okay. So this is the only thing that I will read for this podcast. Gotcha. Because I know that's a little annoying, but... Okay, so Bulbasaur resembles a small squatting dinosaur that walks on four legs, but bears three claws on each of its feet and has no tail. It also has large red eyes and very sharp teeth. Its skin is a light turquoise color with dark green spots. It has three claws on all four of its legs. Its most notable feature, however, is the aforementioned bulb on its back, which, according to its entry in the Pokedex, was planted there at birth. Huh. <laughs> so that's, that's Bulbasaur. That's so interesting. Yay. I wonder, I've, like, okay, so it's a plant Pokemon, right, but it's got skin. Is it got skin cells, or is it got, like, photosynthetic leaf skin? Oh, ooh, I have something for that. Oh, please tell okay. me. Okay. So it says the bulb was planted at birth. I don't know what that means. That sounds like some sort of parasite thing, but I don't want to get into that because that means it's some sort of gross, weird... What are you pointing to? You're I'm pointing, pointing at something. the notes that I have <laughs> that say that they do call it a parasite. Oh, I don't like that. But in a good way. Both okay. organisms have evolved to depend totally on the other for survival. So well, that's like a symbiote. Yeah, they're yeah. Symbi- they have a symbiotic relationship, so that's not really a parasite then. Okay, that's I guess okay. you can't call it a parasite. You'd have to call it... That's like teal or something. That's fine. Like what? From Stargate. <laughs> oh, okay. Nerd alert. No, I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> clearly I'm not one to talk. But anyway, continue. All right. Okay, so the bulb was planted at birth, and it supplies the bulbasaur with energy through photosynthesis. Through photosynthesis. Mm-hmm. So, so the bulbasaur itself is not a plant, but it gets its energy from a plant. And so it likes to take naps in the sun so Aww. that it can store energy. So it's even more like a dog. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> That's really cute. It likes to have little sunny naps. And, oh, and it can go for days without eating because it gets its energy from its little bulb thing. What does it eat, though? I don't know. I would guess plants. <gasps> that sounds... What was little that reaction? Sounds a little cannibalistic. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> does it sound good? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, oh, <laughs> another fun dog-like thing. It likes to be pet on the very tip of its bulb, Aww. but it does not like to be pet on the spot on its head. Why? I don't. It That's where I like want to pet it the most, probably. Yeah. Well, pet pet its bulb, and it will be happy. Okay. <laughs> so now you know. A little weird. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, and it, uh, okay. So it gets its energy from photosynth photosynthesis from the bulb but then if it doesn't need that energy right that second it stores it in the bulb and when it has enough energy stored up that's when it evolves into ivysaur that is really nice yes i like that (laughs) so uh, 
I wish I could remember more specifics about, like, the levels and things that this happens. Yeah, I mean, we can find that if we want. I don't really Yeah, we don't need to go care, into detail. <laughs> I don't so. either. I like the idea of thinking of them more in a real world right, yeah. term and not, As like, little... levels and points and ga- experience gained and yeah. stuff. cute animals. Agreed. So, what about where, how does it produce, like, its toxins and things? I do not know. Okay, so I, I, have to know, I don't know what you have in your notes and what you don't have in your notes. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have, except for where its name comes from. That's basically, yeah, that's all I know. It's, it's <laughs> what does its name come from? Oh, okay, so in... <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> it's fine. I'm having fun, though. I'm it's having fine. fun, <laughs> So in uh, Japanese, Korean, and French... They get the name from uh, the words strange and seed in those languages just mushed together in a portmanteau. And then in English, obviously it's bulb and dinosaur. Right, that makes Uh sense. And then in German, it's the words for seed and muskrat. Which is? Seed muskrat. I don't, let's see. Bisasarn, (laughs) I think. But yeah, I don't know why muskrat. Muskrats aren't anything like... Well, maybe they don't have an animal like a... Do they not have lizards in Germany? I don't know. Somebody answer that question for us. All of our German German listeners, reach out. Maybe German muskrats (laughs) are like lizard frog dinosaurs. Frog (laughs) dinosaurs on their backs. Or maybe they just don't like muskrat is like the closest translation to it. And it just means like a a small animal. Sure. That has legs. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I, the notes that I have here, these really cool ana- anatomo- anatomical. Anatomical? <laughs> That's the word, anatomical. That is really bad. I'm really embarrassed about that one. I was trying to think of the word anatomy, okay? No, no, I know. <laughs> That's a that's a understandable. <laughs> this okay, so this guy did these illustrations, um, and they're called um, he calls it poke poke anatomy, poke anatomy, which I think is really cute. Yeah, and they're little cross sections of like the inside of like their skeletons and stuff, right? Right. We can post a link to that too. Do yes. a shout out for his name, C- Christopher Stoll, um, and he wrote a book called A Natural History of the Fantastic, which I am definitely looking into once oh we're gosh, finished yeah. recording this. That sounds amazing. But he did this one about Bulbasaur, and he's got all these little, like, just really cool little facts. I don't know how factual they are. Granted, there's not a lot of actual <laughs> official Im- information about, like, the science of Pokemon, because why would Nintendo do that? Because they don't need to. <laughs> right, exactly. Very so I'm true. sure he was making it up. Uh, but this one right here says that Bulbasaur is a creature literally of two minds, that its brain is pierced by the tendrils from the bulb <gasps> on its back, which feeds suggestion and sensory information to the host. So I it can like it. <laughs> I think that's so cool. He's like a hybrid between. I mean, he's essentially a Bulbasaur, a bulb dinosaur. Bulb dinosaur. Okay. And well, they work true. together to make this power machine, which is the best starter Pokemon to start with. What do you think that the Pokemon would be like if it didn't have the seed planted on its back when it was born? It would look really Could weird. Could it live? Prob. I don't know because if they've co-evolved, then maybe they've that's true, co-evolved to depend energy. on each other. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Weird. Okay. I also am reading here that it says, uh, as it grows, the plant on Bulbasaur's back begins to assume control, so it takes on a greater <gasps> share of the neural load while the host's brain functions decrease, which makes me kind of, that's a little scary. Um, but the effect is compounded in later evolutionary stages, so I guess as it has Bulbasaur evolves, um, it changes the creature's behavior. I can never evolve a Bul- Bulbasaur ever again. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but yeah, because they are very cute. and they, They're extremely cute. That's true. Yeah. And then they do turn a little bit more, like, mean looking, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, and I can't for the life of me remember what my, one of my favorite Pokemon is. I probably have it in my game. Oh, what is it called? It's a plant Pokemon. I like plant Pokemon. Me too. I like Hoppip. Hoppip is cute. Is that, is that one? Little, it's a little helicopter guy. Oh, yeah. With the, yeah. One of the ones, <laughs> it turns into, um... Bell Awesome. No, that's not Bell Awesome. I don't like Bell Awesome. Oh, it's the uh, other one. It's Vol- um, Paris? Because that's another mm-hmm. Parasite one. Um, it's because we're, it, it's like because we're actually trying to think of the names of these things and I'm having a lot of trouble. Oh, here it is. Vile Oddish. Oh, Oddish. Oddish. Oddish is my absolute favorite. Yeah, and then Oddish turns into, um, uh, uh, ooh, what does it turn into after that? But yeah, that's the... <laughs> I'm really upset with myself right now. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Uh, Oddish turns into Gloom and then Vile Plume. Yes. Oh, yeah. There okay. it goes. Why can't I think of that? It's been can, too long. I'm very bad at recalling Pokemon facts. Yeah. But that's... Just a- facts, generally. So, back to Bulbasaur. <laughs> uh-huh. What are the evolutionary stages of Bulbasaur? Um, okay, so first it's Bulbasaur, and then Ivysaur, and then Venusaur. And all of those are the same type. They're all grass and poison. Got it. Mm-hmm. Do we need to talk about what their special abilities are gained at each level? Is that something we're doing? Or are we really just legitimately talking about these Pokemon as they are and then they're cool? I think we're just talking about them as they are. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. As though um, they're creatures. Just a little background information. They rarely socialize with other species and are territorial in the wild. They're solitary creatures and there's no account of a Bulbasaur surviving past infancy without its parasite. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that answered okay. our question. Hmm. If only I'd read sentence further <laughs> um and subsequently there's no evidence that the tumor-like bulb can persist without a host so huh. i imagine that they probably evolved together then symbiotes yes. okay symbiotic relation well that's that's okay <laughs> all right i like it cool so charmander number four your husband's favorite yes this is the fire type starter um so starts out charmander then turns into charmeleon and then their final evolution is Charizard, which is a fire and flying type. So it gains gains a type. Okay, so Charmanders are 87.5% male and 12.5% female. Wait a second. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that either. Yeah, what's 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 this, Nintendo? What is this, Miyamoto-san? Why <laughs> are all the starters boys? This seems to be a trend. Yeah. Um, also two feet tall and 18 pounds. So also dog-sized. Okay. Which is pretty cute. A little bit bigger, though. I guess they, like, stand up on their hind legs, though. They do. Yeah. Oh, so I guess smaller, because if Bulbasaur is two feet tall while on four legs, and Charmander is two feet tall standing up, so Charmander is smaller. Charmander is small, but weighs more. But denser. But probably, because plants probably aren't as heavy. Oh, yeah, that's true. But (laughs) why would, I guess, Bulbasaur, are we measuring? uh, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Are we measuring to his bulb? Probably. Okay. Okay, so that is the size. (laughs) Oh yeah, okay, let me get its description up too. Okay, Charmander is a small, bipedal, dinosaur-like Pokemon. Most of its body is colored orange, while its underbelly is a light yellow color. Charmander, like its evolved forms, has a flame that constantly burns on the end of its tail. That's Charizard. Er, I almost said Charizard. That's Charmander. Charmander. Yay! He is really cute. He's, yeah, very cute. Does he have scaly skin? Probably, because he's supposed, well, I guess maybe not, because he's supposed to be like a salamander. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, So he's probably slippery. Looks so smooth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Jade, the texture she must discover. Look, I just, you know, 
Okay. <laughs> I really just, I like thinking of these little creatures, and I'm trying to picture, like, having one sitting next to us right now, and I'd like to pet it, and so I just kind of want to get an idea of what it'd be like if I pet it. Uh-huh. I'm stroking an imaginary Charmander's head right now. And she it's, is. It's pretty fun. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff about the tail flame. That's kind of Charmander's primary trait. So the size, you can tell how powerful its flame attacks are going to be by looking at the size of the flame on its tail, because it'll, like, go up when it's about to really wreck you. Um, and again, if the fire goes out, it will die. But if it's a healthy Charizard, tra- freaking, ah, if it's a healthy Charmander. I wouldn't have even caught that you had said that. <laughs> I always want to say Charizard because it's so, like, satisfying to say. Charizard. Charizard. It yeah. really rolls off. Mm-hmm. Not the tongue, really. The back of the fro- throat. <laughs> Rolls off the back of the throat. Yeah. Anyways, but yes, a healthy a healthy Charmander's flame won't burn out if it gets wet. So, because I was a little concerned about that yeah. when I first read that. So you can't just, like, throw water on a Charizard and kill it. It's not that weak to water attacks. <laughs> Which is good. Okay, the tail flame also indicates emotion. So, like, if it gets mad, hmm. the tail flame will get bigger. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Charmander is the most mild-mannered and well-behaved of its evolutionary line. So it just starts getting more and more... Unruly. Grumpy and unruly as it Angsty evolves. teenage <laughs> stage. Yes. He does kind of look like an angsty teenager. Uh, A little bit, yeah. Like Charizard. Charmeleon. Charmeleon. <gasps> Charmeleon does. Right? Kind of got that, like, in-between stage. Angst. 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 <laughs> like emo? It's yeah. the emo Pokemon? It's the emo Pokemon. I like it. <laughs> That's pretty much all I have on Charmander. Oh, except the flame on its tail makes noise as it burns. What? But you can hear it only in quiet places. So I'm picturing, like, walking through, like, a very quiet cave, and you hear, like... So it's like a little, like, flame torch sound? Yeah. I, I would like assume that. so. Or is it, like, a crackly... Maybe, like, a Bunsen burner? Or, like, the burner of a gas stove? <laughs> okay. That's what I... Or maybe, like, it's, like... It's not crackly, I guess, because there's no wood popping. It's yeah. just coming straight from his tail. I don't know. It could be. It's Pokemon. Okay, well, let me read this description. It's like one of those Woodwick candles. Yeah. Ooh, those are nice, though. I like those. I do. I like those, too. Mm-hmm. Very comforting in the home. <laughs> okay. So... <laughs> So what I'm what I've got here, um, just ex- just a little bit of more information about the flame on the tail, um, is that it's fed by liquid isoprene extracted during digestion from the chloroplasts of plants in Charmander's diet. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. It's got like super scientific. So it's like um, it's shoot. What was Godzilla's thing called? Um, it was the it's something gland. Yeah, I'm never right? gonna remember this. Oh, I don't remember. It's like the Godzilla thing. Yeah, where he ingests the radioactive. Yeah, I tried to do a callback, but it didn't work. Sorry. Mm-mm. No, I'm not gonna remember that either. <laughs> plasma gland. <gasps> yes, that's it. That's it's what it like is. the plasma. It's kind of like the plasma gland, except it's I don't know exactly where the digestion goes to. Mm. Okay, th- this gets really detailed. Um, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you. I mean, it's very interesting. Again, we'll tweet out the, the link to it. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. cool. It looks very cool. It, it does look very cool. Um, Jigglypuff is very scary looking. It's terrifying. <laughs> um, but uh, what it's saying here, too, is that uh, the tip of the tail has a rough sphincter-like orifice that controls the size of the flame. Oh, okay. um, and it, again, it, it repeats the fact that it is uh, essential to Charmander's survival being an ectothermic spe- uh, being by nature. So they do depend on the heat of this flame to regulate their body temperature. Oh, so it's like if it gets too hot, then it releases more fire to, like, bleed off the excess heat? P- po- possibly. 
that's smart. That's yeah. a good design. Mm-hmm. Go Charmander. Yeah, and uh, they're omnivorous. Oh, I wonder what it oh. says about Bulbasaur. Oh, yeah, true. We could we could find out. Nah, mostly just talks about it. Probably just mostly photosynthetic. Why mm-hmm. they can't survive with each other, without each other. So. This makes sense. Yep. Um, Charmander. Charmanders are life. Uh, oh, wow. I'm really struggling today. <laughs> Charmanders are pack animals, so they do live in groups. They're oh, that's rigidly, delightful. They've got a rigidly enforced matriarchal, matriarchal social structure that okay. demands cooperation and communication. Okay, so there's only 12.5% of ladies, but the ladies <laughs> have the power. There you go. <laughs> uh, which doesn't make sense, because if it's a matriarch, there would be more females, I would think in the general population. Well, maybe it's like bees where there's one queen bee and then everybody else is male. I like that. Kind of. I mean, it makes it, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense, yeah. It does make sense. Okay. Um, a Charmander pack can be composed of up to 60 individuals. Dang. That's a lot. Oh my gosh. That's what if like you a walked herd. In? Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> That's a herd of Charmanders. If you walked into a, a Charmander herd. They could cause a forest fire. So they've got... <laughs> yeah, but why doesn't that ever happen? That's a good question, Jade. Maybe they just live in caves where there's not anything that's going to be flammable. Maybe it's a very important part of the ecosystem. They say that forest fires are an important part of the cycle of forests. Like old growth forests need the fires to burn stuff away so that the new growth can come up. So you're saying they're like the keepers of the forest? Yes. Okay. We'll go with that. I like it. <laughs> uh, or maybe they just walk around like with their tails like closely to them. Yeah. Just like hold them, them when oh, they're so walking through bushes. And maybe that's... <laughs> Yeah, that's really cute. That's really cute. I like that. Um, oh, it says that they, um, let's see here. So the 60 individuals, including a number of dominant females, male and female subordinates, as well as various offspring, and they hunt and forage daily to sustain their numbers, and they tend to eggs, um, secure territory, and a large pack can control hundreds of square kilometers. Nice. Very Good cool. job, Charmanders. I know, they're very cute. They're very cute. Yay. <laughs> so um, the Japanese name for Charmander is a combination of the Japanese words for fire and lizard. This makes sense. I think that the Japanese had a very, uh, it had a knack for the portmanteau. And the... I know, right? Yeah, that seems to be a trend. Yeah, just kind of their I thing. approve. And Pokemon is pocket monster. Pocket monsters, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... John, my husband John, had a dog growing up who was a dachshund that was named Pokemon. Um, and his grandparents kept the dog for whatever reason. I don't remember why. Uh, and they call him Pokey. Pokey. I definitely have <laughs> heard stories. Because they didn't know what a of... Pokemon was. <laughs> I've heard of Pokey. For sure. Yes. Okay, anyways. And uh, <laughs> the, okay, so English, it's obviously char, like something gets charred from fire in salamander. And then French it's wick and salamander. Ooh, I like so that. So that also makes sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Like its tail is a wick. Yay. Do you have the French word for it? No. You I could look it up. I just always figure I can't actually pronounce them, so I might as well just <laughs> not try. I just imagine it sounds like super fancy if it's I'm very French. bad at pronouncing French. Salamache, I'm guessing? Salamache. I, you know, I don't that know. sounds right to me. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> as what that far as I know. is. I never took French in school, so all I know is just what I picked up from <laughs> reading things and from French-rooted words in English. In Japanese, it's hitokaji, I'm guessing, hitokaji, from the Japanese words hi, which means fire, and tokaji, which means lizard. So that's just put together straight up. Fire lizard. Fire lizard. I like that. Yeah. Charmander. <laughs> sounds good. Nice. And then it says in German, it's Glumanda, but it doesn't say why. So, Glumanda. All right. That's a good, I mean, 
I think my favorite is the English, the Charmander. Yeah, Charmander's nice. It's got mm-hmm. a nice ring to it. I like it. Mm-hmm. And then it goes the Charmeleon. Yes. And, and Charizard. Charizard. Yeah, I didn't look up the names in the other languages of the other evolutions, but... That's okay, because we're not doing a podcast about them. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Only the starters. Yeah. So that's all I had about Charmander. Did you have anything? Not really. Okay. I mean, we could go on, but... Who could <laughs> say enough about Charmander? <laughs> Notes wrestling... Okay, and so the final red-blue standard whatever starter Pokemon is Squirtle, of course, um, who's number seven in the Pokedex. And guess what percentage of male to female there are of Squirtles? I don't know, like 85% male, 15% female? Yeah, it's something like that. (laughs) Well, what the heck? We're going to have to talk to Nintendo about that. Why? Why Nintendo? Why? Uh, This makes me so sad. It, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Although, like, thinking of it, though, okay, here's what, because, yes, there seem to be somewhat, like, masculine-type Pokemon, and then I'm sure, like, Jigglypuff is, like, a 90% female, but there are a lot of male Jigglypuffs, too. So, I don't know. Actually, I just threw that out there. I'm sure it's just because they were like, oh, yeah, well, the boys are going to play our video game, and they won't want their starter to be a girl. Which, I Patriarchy. hope that's changed since then. <laughs> um, which I think it has. Probably. Yes. Anyways, that was just a thing that I noticed when I was going through these, and I was yeah. like, what the actual heck? <laughs> yeah. I, uh... So now we know. I never really, like, overthought about it. Pokemon is problematic. A little bit. <laughs> we should have... We should see if Rowan will do an episode about it. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Get on it. Anyways, Squirtle. Squirtle is cute. Sometimes I'll do a game with Squirtle. I've never, I very think, cute. ever been inclined to use a water Pokemon to start off really? with. Really? Yeah. There is something kind of, like, not very powerful seeming about water Pokemon, because it's just, like, water. Right. You know? I do have, but Gyarados, <laughs> I do always have a, I pronounce, Gyarados, Gyarados, Gyarados. I say Gyarados. Whichever one it is, it's very cool. I do use Gyarados, but. Yeah. Well, everybody needs a Gyarados. So that's a, that is a good water Pokemon. Yes, that's a very good water Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay, so Squirtle is only one foot tall, so it's half the size oh. of the other ones, but it's 20 pounds, which is, like, way heavier than the other ones. Turtles are kind of heavy, though, if you pick them up. That's true. I guess it's got the shell. Carapace. Carapace. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I wasn't trying to be correcting. I was just maybe <laughs> the word came to my mind. Carapace is a cool word. And scutes. You know how much I like cool I words. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, is, that he, is he one foot, like, on four feet or on I think standing on legs. two feet, Okay. Yeah. Okay, Squirtle is a small, light blue Pokemon with an appearance similar to that of a turtle. With an aerodynamic shape and grooved surface, Squirtle's shell helps it cut through the water very quickly. It also offers protection in battle. Like turtles, Squirtle has a shell that covers its body, with holes that allow its limbs, tail, and head to be exposed, or retracted. Unlike a turtle, Squirtle is ordinarily bipedal. Interesting. Yes. So Very it usually likes to stand Because I don't think I've ever seen them retract their limbs. Me neither. It sounds adorable. It does sound really adorable. Yeah, no, apparently when threatened, they'll pull their limbs and their head and their tail inside, and then they'll spit water out their head hole <laughs> at the attacker, which is very cute. They'll squirtle water they will. <laughs> out of their head, their head hole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, okay, so what are the evolutionary? It ends with Blastoise. Oh, it's, yeah, Squirtle, and then War Tortle, and then Blastoise. It does have one of the cooler, like, last evolutionary mm-hmm. stages. And the names are much more creative, which I respect. War Tortle. War Tortle is very fun to say. It is really As fun to say. Blastoise. Bla- I do like saying As Blastoise. Is Squirtle. Possibly best names. 
I think so. Yeah. We've decided. <laughs> it's final. That's pretty much all I... This Squirtle's entry on the Pokemon Wikia was not very detailed, which was kind of sad. Maybe yeah. everybody else doesn't start with Squirtle ever either. Well, they don't really... I feel like they don't really have any cool functions until later on. Yeah. Have you watched the episode of the original TV show that has introduced Squirtle? No. The most recent episode I've seen is the first episode, which we'll have to talk about in a minute. <laughs> it's pretty great. It's very frustrating. <laughs> I get very irritated by it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's it's annoying. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, Ash is a. I have anxiety the entire asshole. time I'm watching the very first episode. Yeah. It doesn't and then really. He ends up, then he ends it up doesn't with, get a lot better. Then honestly. he's all like upset about getting Pikachu, and it's like, and Pikachu's the best. One of the. I mean. And then he ruins Misty's bike and doesn't even apologize yeah, he and is. never replaces her bike. <laughs> that is yes. He is such a dick. He really is. Ash. <laughs> but anyways, there's an episode where you see Squirtle, and the way that you find Squirtle is they're, like, walking between towns, because that's what ten-year-olds do. They wander on foot around the country with <laughs> wild right. animals. Makes sense. <laughs> Safe. Yeah, and they run into a gang of Squirtles that wear sunglasses <laughs> and waylay tourists on the road oh, no. and steal their stuff. Oh, no. And that's how we meet Squirtles, is that... They're like the bad like boys punks. of Kanto. Yes, it's magical. <laughs> the little bad boys. <laughs> These little turtle beings. Uh-huh. How weird. It's delightful. I do enjoy how anthropomorphic they are, though, a lot of times. Just all the Pokemon in mm-hmm. general. And then Meowth can talk for some reason. Yeah, that is weird. Team Rocket's Meowth. But Meowth is not a good Pokemon to play with in the game. No. Persian isn't even good. Okay. So. Trash. What I have is that Squirtles are mis- mischievous, aquatic, shelled creatures that prefer to interact only with Pokemon with their- within their own evolutionary line. Okay. They sound like jerks. Yeah. They kind of look like, when they get to, like, War Total stage, they, and they start, in Blastoise, when they start getting, they like, guns. They look very scary. They do look very scary. Mm-hmm. They look like bullies. That's true. They do. They have, like, built-in guns into their arms. <laughs> it's pretty intense. <laughs> They're like a Tarantino movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> Crossover Pokemon Tarantino. Sure. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> What is it called? Fanfic? Yeah. You want ter- gritty Pokemon fanfic? No, I don't know if I like that. We can make it happen. We'll put it on AO3. What color is Squirtle blood? <laughs> blue. Blue. Okay. Like a dark navy blue? Yeah. Okay. Very so nice. they're powerful swimmers. They've been spotted traveling hundreds of miles from shore. I'm not, I'm not going to wow. read all this. They <laughs> they have leathery eggs, so that sounds a lot like... Uh, sea turtles. Yeah, sea turtles. Yeah. I couldn't think of the, the name. Turtles from the sea. Yeah, sea turtles. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> um, they only have been a train to abandon the sea if they've had human intervention. So, Oh, yeah. now I feel kind of bad for yeah. the squirtles. A little bit. Maybe that's why they're such punks. Yeah, because they've been taken out of their natural habitat. They're angry about it. Poor squirtles. So, yeah. So, their environment, is. it says it's antithetical to their migratory instincts and often leads to severe emotional problems and misbehavior. <gasps> oh, no! So, that explains it, is that they've been socialized or taken out of their natural habitat. Okay, so you should never use Squirtle as your starter because it's unethical. It sounds it's like animal learned. abuse yes. is what it is. I, well, okay, if we really <laughs> want to get onto that subject, I guess all Be of Pokemon. Be a responsible Pokemon trainer. <laughs> all Pokemon is somewhat very messed up. And it's children doing it. Yeah, throwing Pokemon yeah. at each other, making them fight each other until they pass out. All right, we don't, a whole And that's other the story. only life they know, presumably, because they're just, like, inside their balls. Yeah. And then they come out to fight. Yeah. And then they go back inside their balls. I know. It's very sad. I imagine their balls being, like, 
their little pokeballs being like the um the tents in harry potter though oh that'd be nice if they had their um, little like habitat yeah okay where they've got that's better everything that they need and they have like a bed and like they're in like a little, a little fish tank yeah around oh, yeah or like genie tank. in a bottle type yeah. inside i like that one can hope um <laughs> their bodies are encased in a bony shell and they harden it shortly after birth they continue to grow thickness throughout their lives and centuries ago squirtle shells were so highly prized as sources of hardened ivory hmm. that the species was hunted nearly to extinction oh no there's all sorts of horrible stuff about squirtle i know but <sighs> in the modern era their populations have recovered because synthetic materials have replaced their their use oh that's good yeah save the squirtles which it doesn't make sense that ivory yeah, that's an elephant thing. Yeah, that's a bone thing. Whatever. We'll overlook that. <laughs> um, but they, let's see. It does talk about how they typically walk on their two legs here, too. And they are known to switch to four-limbed, to a four-limbed sprint at higher speeds. They can go up to 20 meters per second. That sounds fast. And if you're going to ask me how fast that is in miles per hour, I will, uh, 45 miles an hour. Okay. Wow, that's fast. It's super fast. But that's For swimming. For a little swimming speed. creature. Oh, swimming speed. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, swimming speed. So that's, that's Squirtle. He's definitely, pro- probably, probably my least favorite of the starting Pokemon. Yeah, I don't have very strong feelings about Squirtle, except that now I'm sad for squirtle yeah i'm kind of sad about squirtle too you can't really dislike him because he's had a hard evolutionary <laughs> he's had a hard life. knock life yeah. yes yeah it's i guess a hard so. knock life for squirtle yeah <laughs> oh and i can do the name okay so in english squirt turtle okay that's pretty self-explanatory although <laughs> it suggested that it could also be from squirrel turtle because it has a it does little, have a little tail. tail yeah that's kind of bulbous it's so got maybe. a little it's got it's like a like a little round spiral spiral tail yeah so, could be. Mm-hmm. In Japanese, it's the words for money and turtle. Squirtle is the money turtle. Why is that? I don't know, but I kind of like it. It sounds baller. <laughs> sounds ba- ballin'. <laughs> and then, you know, maybe that explains their shades. Yeah. And maybe because they, they're pickpocketers and they steal stuff. There we go. Mm-hmm. These little troublemakers. Little thieves. <laughs> In French... It's shell flea, which shell is kind flea. of adorable. Shell flea. It is kind of cute. Yeah, uh, because apparently in French, um, flea, which is, I think it was like puko or something like that. It was a short word like that. And it's used as a term of endearment for like a cute little girl. Interesting. So if you had like a little toddler girl, you'd be like, oh, you little flea. <laughs> well, I know <laughs> that uh, I think it's pul- pulgo or pulga. Pulga? Is in Spanish. It's flea in Spanish. Oh, okay. Because I've known pets named Polga. Pul- That's adorable. Pulga. But yeah, okay, so those are the three <laughs> those are the three starters. And we thought that we could also talk about Pikachu. Yay! Because Pikachu is the starter in yellow. And he's really? also mm-hmm. I don't know that. Yeah. And he's also just like good and adorable and everybody loves Pikachu. Yeah. But Pikachu is not actually the base evolution in the chain. There's Pichu, which is the little baby form, and then Pikachu and then Raichu. I didn't know that either. I always mm-hmm. thought it I don't know why I always thought Pichu was just like a separate, separate thing. I guess you just think about Pikachu and it seems like a default one, so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's the middle one. Number 25. Number 25. And they are one foot tall and 13 pounds. So they're little too. They're, they're very the little. Because they're mouse Pokemon, so that makes sense. It does make sense. Yes. Okay, guess what the gender split is for Pikachu. 50-50. It is! <laughs> I think I knew that though. I don't know why. <laughs> So Pikachu has achieved gender equality. Woo! Pikachu is a feminist Pokemon. Does it talk about... <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Does it talk about um, 
like when you're playing in Pokemon in the Pokedex, I think it has the gender ratio. In some games, it? it doesn't. Oh, I don't know about the ratio. I know it'll tell you what the sex of that particular Pokemon is. I know that. In yeah, some of the games, which would help me determine how I'd name my Pokemon <laughs> sometimes. But usually, it's very important. I had gender neutral names for a lot of my Pokemon. Yeah, I think I only paid attention to it if it was the like Nidoran or one of them where it mattered. So yeah, Pikachu, most popular Pokemon, mascot of the franchise, pretty great. I will read its description. Hold on. I'm looking at my Pokedex real quick. This one didn't have the same section as the other one, so it's a little bit longer. Pikachu are small, chubby, and incredibly cute mouse-like Pokemon. They are almost completely covered by yellow fur. They have long yellow ears that are tipped with black. A Pikachu's back has two brown stripes, and its large tail is notable for being shaped like a lightning bolt. Um, but on female Pikachus, the end of the tail looks like a heart. Adorable. <laughs> that is really cute. <laughs> yeah. On its cheeks are two circle-shaped red pouches used for storing electricity. They turn yellow and spark with electricity when it's about to use an electric attack. Um, it's also been known to generate small surges of electrical energy in anger or for protection, like in the anime. Thanks, article. Um, oh, and when several of peak or. Er, when several Pikachus gather, their electricity can cause lightning storms. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so um, I guess this game I actually did start off with Charmander, and I don't actually have wow. a Bulbasaur information in here, so mm, oops. <laughs> this is <laughs> really you just made. this is really embarrassing uh, <laughs> for me, considering I was pumping up. You know what? It's because I just really, really like Oddish and. That's fair. And Gloom and Valplum, those are my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, and I like the plant things about. Plant Pokemon are cool. They're living plants. Who doesn't like that? Um, okay, so Pikachu are friendly and love to cuddle. They like having their tails rubbed. Aww. But if you pull a Pikachu's tail, it will shock or bite you. Ugh. So don't yank their tail. That's true for any animal, though. That's like what you have to teach toddlers about cats. <laughs> <laughs> and dogs, really. Uh-huh. Any Anything with something they can yank. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Pichu's evolve into Pikachu when the Pichu's happiness is maxed out. Adorable. And Pikachu can only evolve into Raichu when you have the Thunderstone. Right, which I have always heard that debate about whether or not you should evolve your your Pikachu into Raichu or not. It's a controversy. I think that I would prefer not to. Yeah, there's so much cuter like that. There's some kind of there's some kind of um, attack that Raichu can't do that Pikachu can. Okay. And I don't remember what it is. John gets mad that people like Pikachu so much because he says Raichu is way better. He would. <laughs> he would say something like uh-huh, that. Yeah. He's gonna, is he going to listen to this episode? Probably. Mm. <laughs> Jade thinks you're wrong. Um, no, I don't think he's wrong. <laughs> I just am nervous because I know he knows so much about it. And we've been talking about him a lot in this episode. And I talked we about really how scary have. It's probably kind is. of weird. <laughs> Can we um, edit some of that out, all that talk about John? Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> <laughs> Just me talking, because, uh... We'll have plenty of content. Capital C, hashtag, content. Okay. Yes. Um, oh yeah, and that in the anime, um, Ash's Pikachu refuses to evolve, because it loves itself the way that it is. What? Why doesn't he name... Does he name his... P- he doesn't name his Pokemon ever, they just keep no, their names. yeah. I guess it's just so children will know what they're called. Okay. <laughs> pika Pika. I met, um, a cat... Oh, oh yeah, I met a cat this weekend that was named Grey Cat, and I also met a cat this weekend that was named Cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, 
I mean, pretty Pokemon-like. Yeah, very yeah, much so. I think so. <laughs> um, who named their cat Cat? My aunt and uncle have Gray Cat, who used to be named Luna, but then they got a dog that they wanted to name Luna, so then the cat was named Gray Cat. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> And they yeah, were like, no, the dog gets away. the good name. That's really, that's kind of sad. It's a, it's even got a little, like, color type that says, gray cat. Oh, that is kind of cute. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Probably cut that out, too. Okay, so <laughs> can I just, can I just say something real quick? Uh-huh. I named my Charizard Flea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> this game is from at least, like, 12 years ago. That's magical. That is fate. magical. How weird. Huh. Well done, Flea the Charizard. It's to go too bad it wasn't a Squirtle. <laughs> That's too bad for sure. Yeah, that would have been like crazy. Yeah, I don't have a Squirtle. This is a game I started with Charizard or Charmander or yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. So okay, fun. That's really crazy. Okay, <laughs> it's Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Probably is what I named that after. Uh, yeah, we'll pretend that it was because we knew. <laughs> Um, let's see. Okay, other Pikachu facts. Um, it roasts hard berries with its tail electricity so that they're soft enough to eat. I love That's that brilliant. it uses its powers for food. <laughs> That's that sounds, what I would use superpowers very, for. It sounds very Hufflepuff. <laughs> and very me. Yes, extremely. Are you a Hufflepuff too? I am a Hufflepuff. I'm totally a Hufflepuff. Are you really? Yeah. How come we've never had this conversation before? I don't know. I haven't, okay, I haven't actually done the Pottermore thing. Okay. So I'm not officially a Hufflepuff. You gotta do the Pottermore thing. Okay, I just feel in my spirit that I probably am. Probably. I can see that though, <laughs> now that we, the more we talk about it. I'm nice and harmless and I like to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. But you're also <laughs> loyal. That's true. And true. Yes. <laughs> very lovable and we both like we know we talk about food a lot yeah so, for sure mm-hmm. uh, let's see oh sometimes if a pikachu has its tail in the air uh it could get hit by lightning really yeah huh which it doesn't say but i'm guessing it doesn't hurt it probably not yeah it's probably fine might get stronger mm. oh when you make it angry it'll discharge the electricity that's stored in its cheek pouches oh my god it is the cutest oh. thing <laughs> to ever get angry I would make my Pikachu angry all the time. It's, it's so cute when it gets real mad. It's like, Pikachu! Yeah, I'm not going to do the sound because yeah. I'm just embarrassed myself more than I already have on this episode. Oh, oh, and if there is one Pikachu that's weak and one Pikachu that's strong, the strong Pikachu can recharge the weak Pikachu's batteries, basically. That's good. Uh-huh. Don't they, they do that? It like they help car. each other out a lot, don't they? It definitely happens in the show. Mm. Oh, and it feels stressed out if it's not able to fully discharge its energy now and then. Me too, Pika. Me too. <laughs> I feel like I do relate to... Yes, definitely. Huffle, Hufflepuff Pikachu. <laughs> and he's yellow and black, so... That's... Oh, true. Mm-hmm. So is that all you have then? Um, I've got some others. Oh, okay, so this one's fun. Did you know that Pikachu and Meowth have inverse Pokedex numbers? So Pikachu is 25 and Meowth is 52. Mm-hmm. And I didn't coincidentally, know that. maybe, they're based on a cat and a mouse. Oh. And in the show, they're rivals. They are rivals. Yeah. yeah. So that's fun. Good job, Nintendo. I keep on saying Nintendo. I don't know. There's probably, I guess the Pokemon company does Pokemon. It's like a subsidiary or something. I don't know enough to, Whatever. Get, to actually have it. <laughs> I'm sure there's something on here about that. Probably. Um, okay, so Pikachu was not the first Pokemon that was created, but it was the first electric type of Pokemon that was created. Um, That's and it cool. was conceived after the type was suggested. So that was the first thing that they thought of when somebody was like, we could have an electric type. And they were like, ah! They draw a little mouse with a mouse lightning tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> that was really cute. Um, oh, in science, there's a protein called Pikachurin. That's named after Pikachu. What is it? Pika. But what is it? An element? A protein? A protein. 
I don't know what kind of protein. I don't protein. know why I heard you say element. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Is it like it found in the human body? Nah. It just said protein. Why there are they, a lot of proteins. Does it have like an electric component to it where it, like it is like a conductor within? Like, I hope so. That would be really cool. <laughs> that would be cool. What is it? It's called po- Pika. Pikachu Rin. Like Pikachu and then R-I-N on the end of it. I'm going to have to look that one up. Yeah. Okay. I did my research very quickly, so I did not do sub-research. I'm doing my research <laughs> as we're, like, doing this podcast. Yeah, perfect. So. <laughs> Pikachu-rin. I'll look it up, because I think this is cool. Okay, while you're doing that, um, obviously, we've got... Pikachu is the actual Japanese name, yeah. so it's the same everywhere. Um, and it comes from... Pika Pika is the onomatopoeia in Japan for electric sparks. So, Pika Pika like something sparking i love that they do that yeah what do we have for onomatopoeia for that nothing nothing that's established certainly (laughs) yeah probably which is not as cute (laughs) that's also not really what it sounds like it doesn't sound like pika pika either but you know it's much cuter (laughs) for sure yeah and then chu is uh the onomatopoeia in japan for a mouse squeak oh so there you go that is the cutest (laughs) thing pika and chu i would venture to say that uh, pikachu is probably the cutest pokemon that there is Probably. Oddish is freaking cute, though, too. Oddish is very cute. I'm trying to think, what's the... Not Jigglypuff. What's the other pink one? Clancy? That's not it. Chansey. Chansey! Chansey. That's not the one I'm thinking of, though. That's one that has the egg. I don't know, whatever. There are a lot of cute ones. Yeah. (laughs) Jigglypuff. There's Jigglypuff, and then there's, um... There's another one that's a lot like... Oh, uh, no. Mm, That's Kirby. (laughs) Kirby's good, too. Kirby's good, too. Kirby could be a Pokemon, easily. Well, they're, uh... mm. My dog, Kirby, is looking confused over there. (laughs) We're talking about you! (laughs) Like, her ears keep moving. (laughs) Okay. Um, so I did find Pikachu, and it is... Got a... It's... Let's see here. It's first described in 2008 in Japan. I'm not gonna name too much and get too weird. Um, the name of this nimble protein was inspired due to Pikachu's lightning-fast moves and shocking electric effects. Nimble? Um, Okay. He is named after... It is after... Named after... Pikachu, and um, basically what its purpose is, uh, is it has an essential role in the precise interactions between the photoreceptor ribbon synapse and the bipolar dendrites. So it sounds like so it has brain. to do with... Or like uh, between the brain and the eyes? Genes function. Um, that's what it sounds like. Huh, cool. So Pikachu-rin, very important. Oh, retinal photoreceptors finish the axon, blah, blah, blah. So yes, it does have to do with the eye. It's an eye protein. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. I would totally be the scientist that was naming proteins after video game characters. Yeah, and <laughs> really freaking cool. So yeah, those are all, and I was going to do, my section name here is choose carefully, because that's what Professor Oak says, but we already know that we always choose Bulbasaur. That's not true. I apparently chose Char- Charmander. Well, that's true, but we prefer Bulbasaur But this was fire red, so maybe that's why I did that. That does seem appropriate. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't give you a choice if it's fire red i don't know it does okay yeah you get all the you can choose between the top three you just betrayed your favorite it's yeah it's cool um but yeah okay so how about maybe what who would you choose for your starter pokemon if you could choose any pokemon as your starter i'd choose oddish (laughs) that's like my that's like my number one pokemon that i've got right here that would be very cute i i would choose sandshrew really yeah interesting it was so cute it's like a little armadillo with the yeah it would be my friend and it would walk around outside its ball like pikachu and it would be great they're considered ground pokemon right or like i think so what are their they're just normal pokemon yeah i think think normal normal or ground or something yeah yeah it probably wouldn't be a very good strategic decision (laughs) yeah i don't know uh though because they have those charts you know where it's like all the weaknesses of different pokemon 
and things like that uh-huh. and the, the strengths and who they're good against and stuff. And I think normal type Pokemon have a pretty good Yeah, they're balance. not really weak against anything. Uh, so that's nice. Yeah. I think, I think everything has its Are balance. they weak against like ghosts or something random or it's something psychic. psychic? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, let me just go over my lineup real quick. Can okay, I just yeah, do it. So again, <laughs> this is really old um, and I did name some of them. I did not name all of them. I named all of them but one for some reason. So I guess I had like this like anime phase where I kind of was like into a lot of different little anime because two of them are named after anime characters. Nice. Um, so I had my vile plume, which I named Cheza, which is from uh, Wolf's Reign, which is not a show that I was able to watch a whole lot because this is before the time of like being able to watch any show you ever wanted yeah, to. So I'd only ever exists. catch it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Wait, what did you just say? Crunchyroll. I think that's what it's called is the like, oh. subscription. It's like Hulu for anime. Yeah, I have heard of it, but I haven't checked it out. They actually have, like, I used to watch Inuyasha a lot, and they had that on Netflix now. Nice. I've been going back and watching that every <laughs> now and then. Um, but Cheza was from Wolf's Rain, which is these flower-type people that could transform into wolves. And it was, I was about to say, it's going to be werewolves, right? <laughs> not really werewolves, but, like, super up my alley regardless because okay. very much so, like... Well, animal transformations. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of, it's kind of apparently that's my thing. <laughs> I'm not a weirdo, I promise. <laughs> um, and then I had, um, of course, Snorlax. I don't know why I like oh, Snorlax. Oh, yeah, for my sure. My favorite normal Pokemon. His name was Zack. I don't know why I named him Zack. <laughs> <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> spelled, I don't know. Spelled Z A K. Okay. It's such a normal name. And uh, <laughs> it's a normal <laughs> Wake up, Zack! <laughs> but without the C. <laughs> it made more sense that way. Um, and then I had Wally, my, uh, and I'll tell you why I named him Wally. This is my Gyarados. I named him Wally because I had a fish named Wally. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. So your fish was Gyarados. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then Articuno. I didn't name him anything. That's but already a pretty That good is my legendary Pokemon. And to go back to when we were talking about Phoenixes, Moltres. That's the one I was thinking of that I could ah. not think of. The fire bird Pokemon. Well done. Moltres. Because <laughs> I was like, I remember I was like, it's like Articuno, yeah. but not. But Articuno is a, is a flying ice and water Pokemon, which is pretty badass. It's one of my favorites, for sure. <laughs> yes. And then Flea, my Charizard, <laughs> named after the, the bassist from Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then Chi, which is from uh, Chobits, which I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It was a manga that so. I first yeah. started reading. Bef- well, no, I watched the show, and then I read, then I read the manga. I've too. heard of it. I have not consumed it. Yeah. I didn't finish reading it, yeah. but I And that was what, what kind of Pokemon? Oh. Um, a... Uh, Volt, oh my god. <laughs> Jolteon. Okay. Yeah, which is... That's a pretty good lineup. And then, yeah, it's got my electric Pokemon. Got all the types mm-hmm. represented, mostly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very nice. Yep. But no Bulbasaur, which is sad. No Bulbasaur. <laughs> yeah, even though it was, it was, like, talking it up hardcore. You got the Oddish, though, so you got the plant Pokemon. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. That's you covered what I your like. bases. I did, I did. <laughs> so, that was our Pokemon episode. Yay! Do you think we'll do another? Probably. There's so many to choose from, although you do kind of have to figure out a subset somehow of them. Yeah. So I don't know what an easy subset would be other than starters. Yeah. Y'all send us ideas if anybody's got smart subset ideas. Because I like, this is fun because they're not a bummer. Yeah. This is our first episode we've done in a while that's not like, oh, but super also downer. it's because of a bad real world yeah, thing. Yeah, that's true. That has made this one really fun. Also, I feel like this one's been super embarrassing though. I don't know why I'm so like <laughs> self-conscious about what people are thinking about the knowledge of our Pokemon. Well, it's a trip back into our like high school selves, so that makes sense that that would be embarrassing. Yeah. High school, middle school, elementary school. Pokemon has been around for a long time. It really has been. Yeah. And I, I just, 
I'm mad that I couldn't remember like half the words I was trying to say today. <laughs> and then it's I, been a very long time since we actually played Pokemon. Yeah. To be fair, so mm-hmm. nobody judged me on my pronunciation of an anatomical. <laughs> anatomical. <laughs> that was really bad. So anyway, um, I think I would like to do like an urban legend thing next time. I think that'd be fun. Oh, that'd be fun. Like a more modern one. Something. Yeah. Okay. So next time on Wonussie, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out that's modern. Yeah. Are we gonna <laughs> ask any of our normal questions? Oh yeah. Do we? believe i mean they're kind of cryptidy now considering the fact that like you can actually go out and kind of catch that's them true in the i've wild. seen them i have seen them in the wild exactly there was a starmie in my living room yesterday <laughs> that's cool i totally believe they're everywhere yeah it's kind of cool i mean it is kind of a cool thing that you've been able we've been able to cross over again i think they could have executed it a little bit better but mm. it sounds like every update that they're doing on pokemon go is yeah they're improving it yeah it sounds like yeah i need them to just give me pokemon but that it's it's in my town that'd be cool get on it yeah (laughs) or how about just a bunch that i can catch from my living room oh that'd be cool Mm -hmm. yeah also no walking required maybe defeat the the actual like healthy part of it or maybe just in areas like bigger metropolitan areas where people don't walk everywhere like put put a little bit more pokemon there or let let the distance be counted when you're driving yeah (laughs) that'd be nice yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, anyways I, I agree. Send that into the Pokemon market research team. Um, yeah, if you're listening. <laughs> um, okay, so that was that was the episode. Okay. We did it. Yay. <laughs> okay, so we're a part of the Not Soft for Work podcast network. Um, we're fun. We have good sister shows. Um, we've got Queerly There. Yes, and that's what I was talking about earlier about Rowan. And they do a really good episode about steven universe yes and um i it, love steven universe and i see so i never i've never even <laughs> seen it and i really enjoy that episode that they did you need because to watch it it's great it's delightful it's one of those you said watch it i think oh steven universe you're talking to me about watching the yes <laughs> i mean yes they need to listen to the show you need <laughs> yes. to watch steven universe yes. <laughs> i do need to uh it needs to be on something like netflix where i can access it all times yes uh but yeah clearly there is um uh, about queer representation in media and Rowan, I'm very impressed by them because they do a really good job of actually like talking really good job. coherently yeah. by themselves the entire time. <laughs> yeah, definitely super impressed by <laughs> which that. Which is not a thing that I can do. Um, so yeah, uh, Queerly There, uh, The Lasso, which yeah. is a Wonder Woman podcast. I haven't listened to it yet because I haven't seen, a la- I haven't you, seen Wonder Woman yet. You really need to see that I movie. I know, I know. Everybody's been talking about how good it is and I... <laughs> Ugh. Yes. I don't, uh, out, yeah. I don't get out much. The Lasso covered the movie. They also cover the comics. Okay. So, okay, and then the Intergalactic Express, which is a bunch of, like, writers and creative types getting together and discussing. I really like their logo. Yeah, like, the construction of stories and stuff. And it's very cool. I do like their logo. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I know. I have to pause this episode that I started listening to, this, the most recent one, because I'm about to go home and have my husband download it on steam with me so we can look at it and play it together the game they're talking oh about. yeah the uh beginner's guide mm-hmm. yes fun yeah so we're a fun group of people so. yes we have good shows listen to all of our shows yeah i love the diversity and the uniqueness of all of our shows yes mm-hmm. and if you are just going to listen to all of them there is a network feed that's just all the shows and so you'll just get all of them right in the same mm-hmm. convenient feed if you want yeah. to do that and then the Not Staff for Work podcast logo is really cool, too. Mm-hmm. All of them are really cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah. Do uh, follow, uh, not follow, subscribe to us on iTunes. And rate. 
And please rate us. Yeah. I don't think that we have a rating yet because we haven't gotten I know, enough I keep checking for it, it to, like, give an average. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Rate us. So that would be helpful. Um, and review us, too, if you've got more than a second. And, yeah. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WoNessie. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, that is WoNessiePod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And donate to the relief and yeah and uh, we'll we'll leave links to that in the show notes and i i tweeted out a texas monthly article on the wonessi account the other day um that had some good resources yeah i think i saw that as well yeah so we can there's stuff out there you can find it yeah thank you guys for all your support find it (laughs) yes thank you guys so much uh we love to hear from you and feedback and all that so write to us yay okay i think that's it bye I'm trying to remember some, like, Pokemon catchphrases. Is there, like, a goodbye Pokemon catchphrase? Gotta catch them all. We're gonna be the very best. Yeah. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Be the very best. Catch them all. Yeah. Sure. When he's, um, goes, Venusaur? Venusaur. No, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of a different, I'm talking, I'm thinking of, uh, please cut all this out. (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) This is a sloppy mess.